Hey everyone, welcome to The Geek Awakens Presents, a season of Dragons and Disappointments. Uh, I'm Mitch, and joining me tonight is Matt. Hello. Tabitha. Hello. And joining us for the first time, Amber. Hello. Uh, this is a special episode all about the final season and episode of Game of Thrones. If you're not caught up, uh, stop listening now and come back when you are. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start off uh, with just kind of a spoiler-free um, review um, just of... Um, you know, of the last episode, uh, we're going to do it on a scale of one to five dragons. So, um, I like, I like. <laughs> so, uh, Amber, since you're, uh, since you're, oh. this is your first time, we'll start with you. Oh, so gracious. One to five dragons season. I'm going to give it an overall three out of five. Okay. Three out of five. And again, uh, avoiding spoilers, but why? I think at the end of the day, it wrapped it up nicely. Tabitha's going to hate me for saying that. <laughs> um, I loved some of the shots, the music, uh, the writing is what drops it for me a little bit. So I'd say that's why I'm, okay. I'm stuck at a three. Tabitha, what about for you? Um, kind of along the same lines as Amber. Um, I think I'm probably at a, like a 3.5 dragons. Like <laughs> three dragons and then like and a dragon like wing or like an egg <laughs> or, or like a mini dragon. <laughs> Nerd. Why do you know Sorry. what that's called? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a nerd. This is what I do. Um, but I, I agree. Like some of the some of the shots and like the like the art direction of this season was absolutely beautiful. stunningly beautiful. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Um, the music was well done. The acting was phenomenal. But the writing of this season and how it wrapped up was either a little too neat or a little too messy for me. Okay, Matt, what about you? Um, I'm going to follow the same lines. I'm going to say three dragons. Um, I binge watched this in a little more than a month, like the entire series. Um, so a lot of it's still really fresh. Um, and I know that there has been some discussion, okay, a lot of discussion online about how things kind of went downhill writing wise, um, as far as the last couple of seasons. Um, I can see that. In, a pretty, in pretty good detail, having watched it so close together. Um, but again, I, I mean, it continues the same visual style um, as the rest of the seasons. Um, visually, it's beautiful. There are some um, fantastic shots. Although, at least in the last episode for me, there were a few moments where it was a little Christopher Columbus-esque. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, we're focusing on characters, or we're focusing on scenes for a little longer than we really need to. Especially when there was not a whole lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. That could have, I guess, moved a little bit faster. Um, but at the same time, for me, like the final episode, like I got done and I told Tabitha, I said, like, for being an hour and 20, hour and 30 minute episode, and having watched a number of those very recently, it didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like it was all that long. So, as a whole, I think I'm just going to go go three out of five. Because, yeah, I don't know. While in some cases it wrapped it up well, in some cases it kind of didn't. Alright, so this is it. Uh, this is your last chance. If you haven't seen this last episode yet, stop listening now. And then start listening again when you're done. Because we, we, need, we want you to keep listening, but, you know. <laughs> um... <laughs> So yeah, so at this after this point, you will get spoiled. Um, you've been warned. So we'll just start right off the right off the bat with the you know the the biggest news I'm assuming you know, of the episode. Uh, 
Bran Stark ended up on the Iron Throne. Uh, who did you, like, what's your reaction to that? And who did you want to see on there? Well, Bran Stark didn't wind up on the Iron Throne. Technically, because nobody. There's no Iron Throne. Um, That's true. Full, full, full disclosure, I am not a Game of Thrones fan. I'm just here, I'm here to moderate and to, to host or whatever. So, Ask the question. So, sorry. So, well, say thanks, Drogon. Like, don't get mad at him. <laughs> there's just no throne. I mean, Bran ended up the king of the six... Kingdoms. Kingdoms of Westeros, which used to be seven, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Damn it, Sansa. Sansa got her way. Sansa's the worst. Um, oh. So, I don't mind Bran on the throne. I figured in the long run, since we started with the Starks, we would kind of end with the Starks, at least some Stark. I think I, I wanted, inherently, because of how devoted I am to Jon Snow, no matter his faults, I wanted Jon Snow... Because he's Jon Snow, and because he is that honorable, do whatever he wants, do whatever he sees fit for the people version of himself, mm. instead of being a more selfish ruler, I wanted to see him sit on the Iron Throne. And the fact that he didn't, I'm not, I'm not brokenhearted about it in any shape, form, or fashion. But like, I keep seeing these memes float around, and they're kind of accurate. And it's like. When you don't do anything on a group project, but you get an A anyway, and it's Brand Stark, and I'm like, yep. yep. <laughs> I was okay with it. I was okay with Brand on the throne. It's not what I wanted. I wanted Danny and John to have that love story together because I wanted that powerful woman in the world. I get why Brand's on the throne. I just why at the end of the day like what did like you said the memes what did he do well he kind of did it all didn't he yeah he just saw it coming he just, just kind of like waited yeah and like the it, 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 it's it's not a letdown for me at the end of the day to see that i guess so no i'm not let down by it i was a little surprised but you, like you said you could see it coming yeah if you paid attention mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah i i would have to agree i i don't i mean it does with the way that it was written, logically it makes sense for him to be on the throne or to be king because there is no throne. Technically, he's sitting on the throne. He's well, sitting in his wheelchair. Right. Yeah. Oh, they, they missed an opportunity. They could have made that out of iron and put like this. The swords. Yeah. The swords no. behind it. No, too heavy. Yeah, too much. <laughs> I mean, I'm already reading into it far enough where if you go back and think about Danny and how she wants to break the wheel... And how Bran is the broken, mm-hmm. him being in the wheelchair, being the Bran the broken, breaks the wheel. In a wheelchair. I would like exactly. it notated that he said this to me this morning, yes, and I did. yelled at him. <laughs> I'm like, is it too much? That's, that's the thing about it. It is a big mind trip, yeah. you know, for lack of a better word. But... You know what I mean? It, that, that's that's why it's so great, I think, because mm-hmm. it's, the whole thing is a mind trip. Like, oh my gosh, Bran knew this all along, or did he, or didn't he? You well, know, he did because he yeah, said that's even he, said that's he, why. He, I, why do you think I came? Him, right, exactly. And that was like my one of my favorite quotes. He's so almost funny, sarcastic in mm-hmm. a way with it. You know? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think definitely if I had to pick anybody, um, I would have wanted John on the on the throne. Because of the way the whole thing started with him being the bastard, mm-hmm. um, not really fitting in, but like doing everything he could is to be part of the family um, and continuing that honorable tradition like throughout the entire se- like the entire series, he spent his entire character arc 
doing what was honorable right. because that's what Ned Stark taught him. Mm-hmm. Whether it was beneficial to him and what he wanted or his family or not, that's what he stuck to. And I have to give him credit for that. And I think that's why I wanted him to be on the throne. And I I will say I probably... I would have gone with Danny until probably the beginning of season eight. And then she started to lose it. And at that point, I'm like, you kind of crazy. I'm not <laughs> sure about this. But, man, did they give that enough time? You know? No. And I, that's, that, that's, that's the thing that bothers me about it. If they were going to go <clears throat> with Danny going mad, going power mad, which mm-hmm. is what happened, and thinking she needs to save the world, but she's saving it in the wrong way... Not realizing she's even a part of the world. Right. She's yeah. not realizing she's part of the problem. And, like, you well, should have started did. that before. Right. The yeah. last season. And just her being like, oh, I'm doing everything wrong. Here we go. Let's do it. I this. mean, you kind of get hints of that at the end of Seven, though, as she as she starts to go in. Like, when she... Was it the end of Seven where she attacks uh, High Garden and the Lannister army mm-hmm. as they're leaving High Garden with mm-hmm. the... You know, gold. all the gold and everything. Blue and, train. like, she just goes in and, like, Drogon just absolutely annihilates everybody. Like, I think that was kind of the point where I'm like, yeah, that she's tur- not, That didn't turn me yet. Like, she's not quite all Stable. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, that didn't do it for me. I don't, I, I don't know when, when she burnt King's Landing, when she sat mm. up there and thought about it. I don't know, like. And I guess until you watched, what is it, Inside the, if you guys yeah, watched that, no. it was like no. she kind of talks about it, but you're, you're like, did she think it was a trap? The bells, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, um, why did she, why didn't she just go right for Cersei? The Red Keep, right? Yeah. When that's not who she was this whole time. That was confusing so, to me. So, yeah. I yeah. wish they would have given it, that more time. For... She just had that, like, <clears throat> I, I think she had that moment where she was just like, no matter what I do, even if I kill her, these people have followed her, even True. though she didn't understand that they were just commoners. Right. Like, within those commoners were people who had followed Cersei, and she didn't have another option in her head. And she just lost everybody yeah. that had ever Literally. been real with her. Uh-huh. She or lost a dragon. She, as, she yeah. lost her advisor. Lost she her, lost her yeah. commander. She lost, like... Her best friend. Yeah. And- all she had left but with Grey Worm, who like is not a good it, influence. Like, <laughs> it, 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 don't make it that like a woman can't control her emotions, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I didn't. And I do know all that, that to me, and I probably do the same episode. Thing. They said that it Did was they? basically okay. because John rejected her; she felt alone. And I'm just like, okay, that's fine. So We've all felt that, but you don't go burn down. <laughs> Yeah. When you're I don't know. How many drinks have I had? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, she did have some Starbucks or something up there. <laughs> <laughs> what was actually in that cup? <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's. Oh man, that was just that was hard to watch. But what a. Are we going there? What a beautiful death scene for her. Mm. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I don't know. I think it would have been better if. And, and this is one of those memes that I saw. Was that you know seasons one through four, one through five, um, it, and it's basically this maze. And seasons one through four are like following the maze, nice and neat, going around, ducking around corners, this and that. And then all of a sudden, season five, six, and seven, it's like a straight line across the top <laughs> yes. of the uh, top of the maze, right to the finish line. Right, right. And like I said, having binged it, I see that. Mm-hmm. Like you can kind of tell where they go off book, and they're right. like, this is where we need to end up. 
we've got X number of episodes and we need to get there. Right. And they kind of just shoved all of that in. And when I was talking to a couple of coworkers today at work and they even said that really even like the last half of eight could have been in seasons one through four could have been an entire season. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. So kind of keeping with that, like with, with any show, fans have their own theories where, you know, things that they, you know, envision, you know, headcanon, if you will. So what were some of the, uh, what were some of the theories or plot lines or whatever that you saw in your head that weren't realized that you're like, man, I really wish that they had done this. I wanted more, you guys, like, we talk about this on the show all the time, how I like a good backstory. Like, I wanted these characters, like, fully fleshed out by the end of this. Like, I wanted, I wanted to know what happened to everybody at the end. You know, like, you get to those high school mm-hmm. movies, and it's like, ten years later, and there's like, <laughs> a little montage right. with, like, a photo, and you're like, ten years later, Bobby Joe went on to become senator of Ohio or something. Like, with, like, with, like, don't you forget about yes! me, like, playing in the background. Like, I wanted that. Like, a little like yearbook quotes or something but just like Jon Snow just like so like after, yes. so after screen goes black you want like a like a yeah like you know how you, how you watch a movie and you're just like I wanted, <laughs> I wanted that like and I know we're getting like a plethora of like prequels and sequels and all this blah 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 garbage that HBO thinks they need to do but like I wanted to know what happened to like some of like the side characters I am not okay with it we don't know where Nymeria is <laughs> And I don't know if I'm jumping out of sequence, but Bron, yeah, where'd you, where'd you come from? Where were you? Where were you? And why are you on the council? And why are you master of coin? Right. <laughs> Bron's like, how many hookers can I buy right. with all of the gold? Right. right. I'm not sure we need those ships. We <laughs> but we do the need brothels. the brothels. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean. <sighs> anyway, good, ma- good master yeah, of course. It's just yeah, <laughs> it's so, a situation of morale. Kind of some of those those little <laughs> things that yeah. could have they could have had they would have had time to make sense. Also, you I, I appreciate that Davos is like commander of the ships or whatever, mm-hmm. but can we get a girl Yara? Like, where's my girl Yara? Right? Like, if you're gonna yeah. put anybody in charge of the seas, can we get somebody from a freaking island and not right. the Onion Knight? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like I like the, those two council positions that were available at the end. Like mm-hmm. they could have stuck anybody in there, and I would have right. been more satisfied than two empty chairs sitting at the bottom. Yeah, and I feel like there was some kind of and symbolism in that, and I missed I it, but I don't that. know what. Yeah, it was. I, I well, know. I did see something about that today that they were. It was a master of whispers and a master of laws. War. 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 Yeah, because Brienne is head of Kingsguard. Kingsguard, so right, they need right. A master of war. So yeah, that there were two positions that oh, they had wait. yet to be filled, but they don't need them Grey anymore. Worm and well, right, and you don't. Well, Grey Worm yeah, wandered. Yeah, Grey Worm went to right, Noth, but he was. But you have you don't need a master of whispers when you have Bran, right? As a ward, <laughs> how are you going right. to get? He's going to know everything, gonna... anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that one, that, that one is superfluous. Sense. You okay. don't need that, which I get. But yeah, master of war. Well, who are they going to go to war with? All right, nobody left unless Sansa gets a big head in the north. Uh, uh, it's going to happen. Oh, uh, how long do we have <laughs> to talk about that? Um, wow. Yeah. Sansa. Sorry, Mitch. We derailed. What was the we question? We can't help it. <laughs> what, were, what were some of the theories that you had that you wanted to see happen that didn't? I just wanted more closure. Theories. Like, I don't... Ugh. Um, 
Well, you were, like, really invested in, like, Amber's one of those people, and I love you so much, but she does that whole, like, YouTube tunnel. Oh, yeah, I got into the YouTube. <laughs> the black hole. There's, like, three people that I'm, like, obsessively watch, but they make sense, and they're, I don't know, it, it helps me because I'm still getting in, in the books, because I started them, and then I couldn't finish them because I had the tiny ones. Thank you. You're about welcome. To you. <laughs> The tiny books the are heads impossible. Up on getting the bigger ones. So, <laughs> for me, it was helpful to get some of that background because, and that's where it gets confusing because I'll talk to you know Tabitha about it and she's like, "That's not in the show," and I'm like, "But kind of because this, but it's really not." So I guess some of my theories come from that, and I, I did not think that I I thought Jamie was gonna kill Cersei Valencar. Mm-hmm. What happened mm-hmm. to that? Mm-hmm. What happened to that? You know that that stuff. That upset me. Like, I, she didn't deserve, they didn't, whatever, maybe they did deserve to got, die together like that, but why did she deserve a death like that? You know what I mean? In the arms of her loved one. Why does she get We that? talked yeah, about this we last did. night. We did. Yeah. I, like, that death, that death scene was very interesting because, you, I mean, Tabitha knows this, like, I absolutely, I've read the first book twice. I have not made it through any of the other books. And I, at the beginning, absolutely loathed Jamie Lannister. To the end, I loathe Cersei. She just is an awful, horrible person. Right. Like I just, I can't, I can't like her in any she way. She never had an arc, right? You know, she didn't. Grow. But, but Jamie, by the end, I really was rooting for him mm-hmm. because you could see that he had be, he had changed. He'd become a better person. Right. There was that kind of twist to it at the end where he was a better person, and then he proceeded to leave. Brienne and go back into the arms of his sister, but like Cersei, I think deserved the death that she got because everything came. It, it was very metaphorical. Everything yes, came yeah. crumbling down True. on her. True, like everything that she had quote unquote built, like True. collapsed on top of her. And it killed but her. It I killed her. I would have rather her die alone. Right, and, and that's the, the thing. I don't think Jamie deserved. To share right. that with her, right? I, I mean, I get that he was—he died with her in the arms of his mm-hmm. lover. Blah 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 blah. I get that, but that's not what I that's felt not where he, he deserved. Was going. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, he had come so far to right. only go back, but I think at the end of the day, like as 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 twisted and as Alabama as it is, like he loved. I mean, his he did sister. make that. He did make that speech to Brienne as yeah. he was leaving. That you know he would have killed everybody. If it had meant he and Cersei surviving, like he, yeah. he did that big speech to her, and Brienne like teared up and oh, yeah. you know Lost it. it was Lost it. that was yeah. awful. That was horrible to watch. But um, yeah, I mean that was yeah. Like at the end of the day, like I mean I didn't like it either because Jamie Lannister, even day one, like day one pushing push Bran out the window has been one of my favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but I have loved Jamie Lannister. Like, he is snarky and punchy and fun, and he is, like, you know, everything kind of sucks, but I'm going to just kind of roll with the punches kind of guy. Like, he's very, like, he's very laid back, and he's just, he knows what he is, and he he embraces his bad sides and his good sides, and he's just like, this is who I am. Yeah. Like, if you don't like it, real sorry. If you do like it, sweet. But, like, he's just, he's been amazing. And, like, watching his character arc from, like, the beginning where he did push right out the window to the end where, you know, like, he went back to 
be with as gross as it is. Once again, the woman he loved to be with her when he died. She didn't deserve it. He, he, I think he needed that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, he needed to die with her because they came into the world. They're twins, Mitch, BT-dubs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they came into so the world. <laughs> yep. Twin-sest. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you can still have an arc and grow as a person and but still be in love mm-hmm. with someone. That, right. Well, I mean, you know, his arc doesn't have to coincide with her exactly, arc. Exactly, exactly. And that's one of those great things about good storytelling is that two characters can start in the same place. She can take a straight line to the end point, and he can wander off and come back. Sure. All right. So, for each of you, what was the best part of this final season, as well as what was the worst part? I think my best part and worst part were kind of almost the same thing, um, because it was also kind of one of those things that I wished for season eight that I had more of, and that sure. is the Night King and the battle with the dead. Um, it was... It was built up from the very beginning, like at the very beginning of the first episode, you see a White Walker, you know, in the north. Um, So you kind of get this hint of what's coming. And then you get to the Battle of Winterfell, the Long Night episode, and there's this epic, unbelievable battle at Winterfell. And it all comes crashing down with the stab of a knife. And it just... I understand logically, especially as a storyteller, how that works, but you built up the power and the energy and everything about the undead army and the Night King, and it's literally shattered by one stab. Like Not only that, am I getting this wrong? They talked about Lightbringer, mm-hmm. Azora High... Mm-hmm. That and that. And you're thinking that has to do with, like, that. okay, that's where I have to mm-hmm. go the Night King, you know? And it's Arya. Yeah. Well, Faceless Men. So that, going along kind of back to his other question, yeah. like, the theories that, that didn't happen or, or whatever in the in the episode, like, yeah, where was that? Yeah. I think it's similar to, like, what my biggest beef was with this entire thing. Like, it was, my least favorite part was the fact that, I feel like we got, like, all led on these paths, and then we got to the end of them, and they literally just ended. Yeah. Like, there was no, like, you're not, like, gracefully escorted into the dark night. You're just like, and done, and carry on. Like, the we've been dealing with this Lord of Light thing mm-hmm. for freaking forever. Right. <laughs> and I, the whole time, we've been, you know, we've sacrificed people for it, we've watched people burn for it, we've had to see Melisandre naked for it, like... Ugh. <laughs> that's not okay <laughs> like we've had to like watch all these people die and sometimes be brought back for this lord of light but at the end all that really happened with the lord of light is melisandre takes off her clothes takes off her necklace and is just like oh thank god that was over right and like we had a whole like jesus christ superstar moment and then nothing yeah yeah, the imagery with with Beric oh and then and the, and the cross, mm-hmm. like yes. being crucified in the hallway as he's being eaten by the whites. I there mean, was some wonderful imagery in this season. There like, was there really was, and that was one the, of my favorite parts. But at the same time, there wasn't. There was right. no. There was no closure to that. Like you just like you, you build up to all of that, and maybe that is you know one of the gripes that people have about the writing in the season is that you know maybe George R. R. Martin for all his faults and not finishing the books, you know, brings that to a better conclusion. 
over the course of the last two books, right? Because that was one of those things. It is. It's just kind of dumped off and like, okay, we're done. Again, the Night King, also one of those things. Like, okay, killed him, battle's over, done. Like, this gigantic threat that everybody marches north for, and we're done. What? I saw the Lord of Light as basically giving life, giving Mm -hmm. life. So, and then you would see the Night King as the opposite, death. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, maybe... Is anyone the Lord of Light? Is Bran, because he set all this up. Or is he not not even a part of it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to know what that's about. I would agree. That's probably one of my... That's my open-ended question for this entire thing. Like, the Night King, (laughs) like, we have an end. He's done. He's dead. All the dead people are dead. Glory, hallelujah. I want to know (laughs) what happened with the Lord of Light. Like, Like, is that religion... Like that, and even like, yeah, that was a religion that had been, you know, commonplace throughout this entire situation. And now it's just, is it dead? Does it carry on? What happens? Like, does the Six Kingdoms and Sansa land? Like, well, what what happens there? And like, there was there was a loss of that, especially through the last couple of seasons. There were, I mean, you get the Lord of Light, but then you also had a lot that had to do with the new gods and old gods, mm-hmm. up until. Season six, seven, eight, and that all goes by the wayside for politics and battle. It's like they were building up these plot lines, and then they were like, we didn't think of a conclusion. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, maybe if we just don't really do anything, nobody will notice. And so, so they just didn't. One of my coworkers mentioned this today. And he goes, what he felt like happened was that once they ran out of material, they had Tyrion's final speech in the pit. And they're like, okay, this is his speech. This is where we need to get to. And let's see what we can fill in from there. Right. It did fill a little fill. Yeah. In. It did. Filled in. And rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So this kind of leads into a question that I forgot to uh, pose to you earlier. So, like, we and we've been talking about, like, dangling plot lines. Uh, happens with every series. You know, mm-hmm. there, I don't think in the history of television there's a single series that by the time it's over, it answered all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... And you know, and the Lord of Light—that's that's definitely one of them. Uh, what are what are some of the other ones for you? And you know, the, and not even necessarily for just this season. You know, there could have been something from the first season that you waited eight more years to figure out, and they they, they never went back to it. I need to know where Hot Pie is. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, poor Hot Pie. <laughs> poor Hot Pie. And I also need to know where Nymeria is because my redemption for this entire season, and I think I told you, Amber, like mm-hmm. at the very beginning, I was like, I need like a werewolf battle scene. I need Nymeria mm-hmm. to come running in at the last second with right. like all the wolves she's talking. Ghost losing an ear. Right. Like I wanted what was like that. So our fan service was Arya basically seeing herself as and I mean it was actually Nymeria, but right. them recognizing each other in the woods and yeah. like, okay, that's right. I'm a, actually I am a wolf, but I'm also a lone wolf. I'll yeah. go find my own pack. Like oh uh, it's so frustrating. I wanted that too. I wanted yeah. Nymeria to roar in and mm-hmm. like have all of her like buddies and just like, tear into them. Just like forest animals coming yeah. straight in to kill everybody. Or <laughs> you know, Nymeria's got the pipe, the food or whatever. You know, and they're all like Nymeria's the pipe piper, right? Bringing, Basically, bringing the woodland creatures like, in for the battle. That's what I wanted. Like I wanted some kind of, or like Arya to be in a situation where she needed help, and Nymeria to like come in. But like, right? And I definitely wanted more of. Arya's um, faceless man yeah. stuff. Although, 
She didn't know. need it anymore, though. I know. She'd come into her own. She'd recognize the fact that she was I a killer. Know. She didn't need to borrow but any it more so cases. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. It was. It's true. Um, I mean, and also, okay, this episode, Danny picks up a sword that you know this little girl can't swing. <laughs> and how does she not have a blade by the time it's her and John in the burned down throne room? Like, thinking all these people are conspiring against her. How does she not have a blade of her own? Because she, she have no Who was sleeping the under the ashes? I don't think he... We talked about this he last night, though. But yeah. I don't think anybody but John could have walked in nope. there and he would have let them in. Oh, no. For real. No, no. No, 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 no. no not at all. No, no one else would have been able all. to walk in but that door and That was him. a cool shot. Too. That, was, that a, was a... Beautiful. Beautiful. That I whole mean, thing was beautiful. Oh, my gosh. There were so many beautiful things. But, yeah, um... I, I think honestly, like I, I go back to like my my big my best and worst thing. I, I go back to the Night King, mm-hmm. um, and you know there was a an Onion article that you know today that popped up. It was you know the actor you know what reminiscing about spending all of these seasons playing a character that doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I I get how it was a plot device to move things forward and to draw people together. But it just, the way that it ended to me seemed like a cop-out. As so, as, as there's so many other things about this entire series that are original and inventive when it comes to high fantasy. Mm-hmm. And you get to the point where you kill him and the whole army's dead. You couldn't come up with a better idea than that? Like, I told Tabitha, I said, I saw that moment coming from the point where they were in the north, they had the commander, they had a whole group of whites around him, they killed the commander, and all the whites dropped dead. Which, randomly, all except for one, which they managed to drag back to King's Landing, which mm-hmm. makes zero sense. <laughs> How did one of them not die? Yeah, that's a plot Again, hole. <laughs> right, plot hole. That just seemed... To me, that was, that was the most unsatisfying plot line yeah. that we had. So, there has been quite a bit of hate this season when it comes to uh, you know the, the the writing and you know just the the season in general. Uh, we even talked about on our last episode there was that, that um, uh, uh, petition. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> which, oh, stupid internet yeah. petitions. Which at that time had uh, about like what like half a million signatures. Yeah. It's not uh, crossed a million. But yeah, so like to have HBO remake season eight. Uh, so let let me ask you this: w- Was the criticism for this season justified? I think they worked with what they had in the time frame that they had to work with it. Do I wish it was better? Absolutely. But do I think the internet needs to chill out? Literally always. <laughs> Definitely not petition worthy. But no. yes, I see You know why some people are upset about it. But a petition? No season of a TV, or no series of a TV it's show a TV ends. TV show. Right. Right. And like nothing <laughs> ever Nobody, ends the way you want it to. Nobody's ever going to be satisfied with the oh. end of a TV show, right. period. I, I, you can go back to forever. I was like, upset about shows. the ending of MASH. I'm still not Oh, over. God. <laughs> that was the first series finale I remember watching, and I, I was probably 12. I bawled at the end of that <laughs> series. I did. No shame there at all. Yeah, I cried. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think the hate is overhyped. I think it, I, I think a lot of it is people just got on the train late or whatever. No offense to anybody, but you know you, you've got to pay attention to what's yeah. going on. And and if you're not, 
you're going to be a little disappointed, I think. I don't know. Yeah. And it's it's different for the people, I think, that have watched the TV show and, like, just watched the TV show the night that it airs, never rewatched it, never looked into it, right. never read a book, mm-hmm. other than, like, you, where you've read the first book and you've been, like, watched all of it in, like, five minutes. <laughs> right. Or, like, Amber, who has, like, delved into, like, the lore and the deeper stuff, or me, who's read the books, like... I think we're all very different people in the way we thought the TV show would go and the way we reacted to it. But then mm-hmm. you have those people like who just watched just the TV show, yep. right. never looked at anything else that probably didn't catch the like little Easter eggy right. stuff mm-hmm. that was floating around out right. there. Yeah. Because they were just watching it on Sundays. Right, right. And then next Saturday they watch it. And the next Saturday they watch it. And two years later they watch the next episode. Like, right. and what's the meme or the quote? You know, if you, you're you not paying attention, was that like Littlefinger? Yeah. They said that, like, if you think this has a happy ending, you're not paying attention. Yeah. I don't remember who said that, but it sounds like Littlefinger. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, as many people as are upset about it, though, like, I saw this article today um, that 13.6 million viewers tuned in for the series finale, which is uh, more than The Sopranos, which was 13.4 million on HBO. So the most watched series finale on HBO ever. And again, 1 million people signing a signature when 13.6 million watched the finale. It's a drop in the bucket. (laughs) And And that's also just the people who watched it legally. You know, right. how many True. people have True. pirated it or, True. you know, mooched True. off of their friend's HBO account or, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yep, guilty. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so, okay, so this question. <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing this right? You yeah. are. Amber just shamed me. <laughs> Is that is that a legal one? That's a legal shame. I, I shame think me. no one explained the shame. She just picked it up and shamed me, <laughs> and that just felt very shameful. So. I think Matt and I both get one. Yeah, <laughs> for good measure. Text Lydia. Text somebody. Text Lydia. Put that on. And just I'll just do, do, do. <laughs> sign off on that. Shame. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. So this this next question it's um, directed towards Tabitha, but you guys feel free to chime in. Uh, I'm directing it t- towards Tabitha because this is something that I remembered uh, talking about. <laughs> um, um, I remember you had talked about this during uh, your kind of like review or whatever of the season premiere. Mm-hmm. And you had said that you had a theory that there was going to be like a quote unquote good guy who was going to kind of turn bad by the end of the mm-hmm. season. Um, was that Danny when it com- came to King's Landing? It was. Okay. What was your first clue? Um, my first clue was that I'm me and I pay attention to everything. But um also I hate I hate to be that person because I am not a nature I am a nurture over nature kind of girl through and through down to my bones. But at the end of the day she's a Targaryen. Yep. And they had a history in their history of not only going a little mad, mad king, mm-hmm. but also being a little power hungry and being a little like this is mine back off and like when she when the usurpers took over their whatever they were all always like that like her brother was like that yeah. like Viserys was like that and then all this like I just had a feeling and then like at the end of the previous season when she killed the Tullys yep. or not the Tullys the Tarleys, the Tarleys at um Highgarden I was like I have a bad feeling about this like I just I felt like they were going to do the Mad Queen thing, ass of episode one. 
And of season. of this season. season. Yeah. Okay. I was like, they're going to do it. Like, they're going to play into that trope yeah. that we don't necessarily want them to play into, but I just had a feeling. And it's not that I thought they wanted to portray women in a bad light or anything like that. Like, I just, based on her background and based on what I thought needed to happen to her to get her where she needed to be, I thought she was going to suffer that breakdown and go a little mad. I mean, literally, like, not to quote the Oxygen Network, but she snapped. Like, <laughs> like you put me she in that did. situation, you put, I think, anyone in that situation, yeah. man, woman, anybody in that situation, where you have taken everything from them, where they've worked so hard to get somewhere, and then they see their one thing that they need to defeat, and they're not going to blow up. Like, you give me a dragon on a bad day, and I'm probably going to burn a couple of cities down. Like, I get it. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. So was that was that something that you guys also picked up on, or I think I might have picked up on it earlier, but earlier than the beginning of season eight. But in part because I binge watched it, um, and there were so many mentions of the Mad King throughout the seasons, like foreshadowing it, foreshadowing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did. I saw it with her brother and his psychosis. Mm-hmm. Like oh he God. was a nut job like i remember reading the first book and like the moment that he dies in the first book i cheered Mm -hmm. i'm like he's an asshole and needs to go like (laughs) so like that was my one of my favorite moments in season one was in that game too and i'm like yes thank god as he was watching it like when i would look to see what the episode was i'm like you can't watch that without me i was like (laughs) waiting to see his reaction that was one of them i wanted to watch him watch the series (laughs) right so I think in that regard, that was one of those things that I almost kind of saw coming, um, especially, you know, as things went along. And I knew I knew for sure, absolutely guaranteed that it was going to happen. And this is probably looking way too far into things. But after the Battle of Winterfell, there's a point where Danny and John are talking at Dragonstone. And... They, I think it's just after Winterfell. They had gone through the whole battle, and she's back, and her hair has been on point the entire time. It's braided, it's tucked back, it's everything. And there's a moment where her hair is everywhere. It's frizzled, it's frazzled, it's sticking out in all sorts of directions. I'm trying to remember exactly when it was. Walks into Dragonstone. Maybe that's in the, when it was. Because she didn't have Masande to fix her hair. <laughs> that's why she burned hair. everything down. But like, that, bad hair day. Bad hair. <laughs> like, I, but I mean, no, I know the scene you're talking yeah. about. Yes, and that's when you can see it. She's yeah, and she's got her eyes it was, hollowed out. It was she that. Looks, it was that that mad scientist kind of look to yeah. her, mm-hmm. and defeated. Mm-hmm. So much defeat. Yeah. In that moment. I mean, yeah. everyone that she thought loved her has now rejected or rejected or, her or, or died. died. Yeah. Like, literally, like I said, the only thing she had left in that moment was Drogon. Was Drogon mm-hmm. and Grey Worm. Right. Like, and you have a violent, like, person who's literally been brought up from birth to be violent to be, and to kill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a freaking dragon. Kill. Right. Loyally kill. Loyally I mean, kill. Like, do whatever their boss says to do. Like, to the end. Almost robotic. Correct. Yeah. And her child, her dragon, who is right. literally death and destruction on wings. <laughs> so, like, that's what you have. You have those two things left. I don't, yeah, I, I think it all just, I agree. It goes back to, they didn't give it enough time, but you you could see it. I wasn't surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't a surprise, I think, 
needed more time. Yeah. But it wasn't a surprise. Couple questions left. Um, so throughout the series, there have been plenty of shocking moments. So what was the most shocking moment for you? Of the series or the season? The series. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a tough question. Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I it's think, one of those shows where just every five I minutes your draw's dropping. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with a recent, and that would have to be Arya killing the Night King, because I just didn't see it coming. Not even on her. I guess I didn't see it coming until she was with Melisandre, mm-hmm. and... They had all those great callbacks, mm-hmm. and then you kind of knew. But then, then you thought for a second she might not be okay. She might be getting choked out, and she does her cool, you know, cool move. And yeah, I think that was my most shocking. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that. I got really lucky because mm-hmm. the day after that episode aired, I watched the episode where she ran into Melisandre, <laughs> and they had that conversation. Like oh. I literally watched it the right. next day, and I right. was like. Oh. Flashback. I'm looking at Matt like, pay attention. <laughs> right. This is important. And so he's like, okay. <laughs> but I, I, I don't didn't, know. I didn't expect it to be her. But I don't. But now looking back, what did Who I else? expect yeah. for her to do? I think for me, and this is probably almost an insignificant moment. I mean, it's not. I, I guess it's not insignificant. It's not an insignificant death. Tom and committing suicide yes. after the sept. After after Cersei blows yeah. up the sept. I think that might be the most shocking moment for me. I think in part because as, as, as twisted as Joffrey was and as angry as Cersei was, Tommen was the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. He was level-headed. He was kind. kind. He was mm-hmm. thoughtful. Yeah. Right. So when that all happened... I mean, you you videoed me and my reaction to that. Like, were you a mess? I I he just, just like sat there. I sat there with my I, in my mouth. My jaw dropped. Yeah. Like I I saw him walk away from the window, and then mm-hmm. I saw him walk back, and I saw him throw himself out the window. And I'm just like, step out. Yeah, step out the just... window. And I'm like, I think I think my exact words were that was unexpected. <laughs> yeah, it was. And that was, and I know for a fact that that was a a very significant turning point for Cersei. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so, he took control of that himself. Like, she had no one to blame for Tommen's death. No. But Tommen and herself. Right. right. Like, and I think that was her turning point. Like, so many yeah. shocking moments. That's a tough <laughs> question. <laughs> I mean, you can go all the way back to Ned Stark's beheading. You know, we were actually talking about that at work today because we have a coworker. Amber and I have a coworker that has just started the season. Oh, and she okay. made a comment that she was like, you know, you, you hear about Ned, and you see Ned, and you see all these things on the internet with Ned, and then all of a sudden, season one, he's dead. And you're like, okay, now what happens? And we were talking how kind of John took over that, like, honorable uh-huh. role of a character to, like, focus. I think Ned Stark's death, I mean, granted, it's Sean Bean, so he just dies and everything. But <laughs> <laughs> I think Ned Stark's death, even though I knew it was coming, because I had read the, the book, book prior yeah. to the TV mm-hmm. show even being, like, con- like con- conceived idea. Right. Ned Stark's death was awful for me because Ned Stark reminded me of my dad like Mm. very willing to help anybody very protective very kind very I am very nice but do not mess with me Mm -hmm. and like in but in like a timid kind of way yeah Ned Stark's death no matter how many times I watched the first season and I didn't watch the death of Ned I've watched the death of Ned Stark one time I've watched the season you walked away three times I've watched the death (laughs) of Ned Stark once 
I will never do it again. I skip that chapter whenever I've reread the books. I cannot watch it. I cannot read it. I cannot. I bring up some sore spots. I don't even Ooh, know. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. I think Ned Stark's death, as predictable and as known as it was for me when it happened, was still my most shocking moment. Just yeah, because it's, it's shocking. It's awful. Mm-hmm. It's it terrible. All to watch. of them. I mean. Because his children was, are there witnessing it, and he all he was trying to do was the right thing. Right. It was amplified for me, having read the book and knowing that that was coming, amplified by watching this show. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't realize how much of an asshole Joffrey really is. Like, I hated Joffrey. Like, I hated Jamie in book one. Mm-hmm. But, like, that moment in the show... Joffrey was on par with Cersei as far as characters that I loathed and wanted to see the end of. I mean, Joffrey was just a sicko. Well, yeah. Oh, he I was mean, a sicko. Assholes were assholes, but this guy was a sicko. Yeah, he was a sociopath. Through <laughs> I mean, wow. That scene Everything where he's he did this killed Rose, yeah. and you like pan out, and mm-hmm. he's killed a prostitute with a crossbow in his bedroom, and you're just like... You're like 14. That's totally right. cool. You like should be you totally normal adult. sex with her and you did this. <laughs> <laughs> You've made a mistake. <laughs> like, where's everyone's alarm bells going off? <laughs> and if they're going off, why are we just kind of like, you know, oh, he's no king. big deal. He's king. It's he's okay. King. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for, for the entire series, who would you say is the Game of Thrones MVP? <laughs> My first one is always Drogon. Because, I mean, he melted the throne that his ancestors forged. So, out of intelligence, I mean, I just wish dragons were real. They are real, right? <laughs> yes, Amber. Oh, damn. damn. <laughs> but, you know, I just, I think, I think he's the MVP because he just, he, he loved his mom. <laughs> Oh. I'm gonna cry. That scene last night, I was a mess. Mad to get up. Oh gosh, he loved his mom. He loved his mom. Oh, I ugly cried. <laughs> like, <sighs> I mean, box of tissue. I I don't know. It was it was rough. Um, but again, back to what I said before. Beautiful death scene. But I think he's my MVP just because I like how he just was like, no, like I'm burning this thing. Look at all the crap it's caused and like how he just knew and like okay if if John would have been five inches to the left he would have been burned I don't think necessarily Drogon was like I know you're a Targaryen (laughs) but he's half he's half half Targaryen like half his body (laughs) what he's like Thanos you don't know we don't know okay we're just going with what we know (laughs) he's only half it's just known right Right. so but yeah I I, I, for me I did really like that scene. Like, I liked the idea of him being like, like he could have burned Jon Snow, who technically killed his mom, right? But he killed the thing that really killed her, which was that throne she wanted to sit on. Right? If she can't have it, nobody can. Correct. If she can't have it, nobody can. This is what this thing, this item, has caused her death. Right. Like Jon Snow standing five feet away, who actually killed her, but he's looking at that throne like this is the cause of my pain. I, I'm sorry, no, it's not my turn anymore, but the shrieking, the, oh, oh yeah, I, I can't, was, I don't want to relive the, it. The sound he was making when he was, like, uh, nuzzling her, trying to wake her oh, up, I lost mm, You it. did. I did. I'm sorry. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> get Amber a tissue. Um, <laughs> my MVP, oddly enough, as much as I wanted Jon Snow on that throne, is 120% Danny, because, I know, girl, you're welcome. Look where she came from. Yes. Like, she... 
like, granted, everybody had, like, an interesting story arc, but she came from being this meek, terrified, abused, abused. girl <laughs> who's just, like, a, a pawn in everyone's existence, and it doesn't matter what happens to her in the long run, but then she's like, you know what? I'm going to figure out how to have sex with my husband, part one, and then I'm going <laughs> to carry on from there. She did. She did. She turned him around, and she got... In control as much. I don't really know how PG, but <laughs> no, she'll keep it there. Yes, yeah. sorry, I don't no, know you're to good. cut in, but yeah, totally. She's she probably is really the MVP, but yeah, she just she just in her death took it she's, over. She's I mean she she's broke done. the will. Yeah, yeah. she's sorry. she's done. She's gone. But like, as much as I loved everyone's character arcs and like and loving to see like where everyone came from. I like Danny's story the best, even in the books. Like, when I would get to the Danny chapters, I'm like, yay, Danny chapters. I suppose when I get to the Sansa chapters, I was like, God, again? And I'd like, do you hate on Sansa enough in this? I don't think so. I've just been trying not to think about the fact that she's still alive. Um, (laughs) A queen in the north. Her throne was nice, though, and her dress, and her crown. Come on, women have to... Yeah, I know. I just don't like Sansa. <laughs> I'm never gonna like Sansa, um, but I did. Danny was my MVP. Like she might have, she might have gone a little crazy at the end. But look at how, look at all the good she did before she, before got, she there. Yeah. got like just fed up. And when a woman's fed up, <laughs> look out! <laughs> right. I think I have to go with John, um, just because purely for the fact that he was raised to do the honorable thing. And again, as much as there were times where it went against his family, it went maybe it went against his better judgment. Um, he, like, he even makes a comment a couple of times where he he swore an oath and he's going to uphold it. And there were times where he could not swear an oath, so he didn't. Yep. And there's so much, just in general, where that doesn't happen. He stuck to his word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, otherwise. So I gotta go, John. It's a good one. It's a good one. I think three and Yeah, yeah. All good answers. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> there are no wrong answers. <laughs> oh yeah, sometimes there are. They usually come from me. <laughs> You're right. So um, that'll do it for this episode of The Geek Awakens. Uh, we'll be back later this week for our normal show. Uh, in the meantime, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we'll be posting news throughout the week. Uh, thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll be back later this week. I think I said the week about 17 times. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thanks for having me. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, thank you for coming. We needed another Game of Thrones person here, because me and Matt just gushing about the last, like, two months of our lives. It's kind of boring. <laughs> So, um, and with that, everybody, say bye. 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 bye.